TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Welcome back to the huddle. In case you're living under a rock this week, the NFL scouting combine is taking place, has taken place in Indianapolis. Matthew Collar from Purple Insider joins us this morning to chat about that and more. Matthew, good morning uh, to you. Is there one player not named Anthony Richardson that impressed you more than others at the Combine this week? No. (laughs) (laughs) Never ask a yes or no question. See, that's that's interviewing 101. Did anybody else impress you? Of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's there's always going to be a lot of guys who, you know, put together impressive performances, especially some of the defensive backs. And I don't know if the Vikings are going to be able to get some of the best cornerbacks out there, but um, Christian Gonzalez from Oregon put together a great showing. Uh, I know that Pete doesn't mind feeling old, but uh, I do a little bit when I see Joey Porter Jr. uh, becoming a star here. But, you know, I I think that it's just that Anthony Richardson's combine was so good that we're going to be talking about that for years. I mean, he set the bar for athleticism for quarterbacks with literally the best performance that the combine has ever seen. But, you know, the other thing, too, is that C.J. Stroud, um, you know, no one's going to talk about him at all, but his throwing performance was one of the most impressive that you'll ever see. I mean, just smooth, accurate, like the same things that you saw from Ohio State, but, you know, if these NFL people wanted to see his throwing mechanics up close, uh, he, you know, he didn't run the the same as you know uh, Anthony Richardson, but his throwing performance was about as good as you'll ever see. So you know, there's always there's always going to be guys who uh, go there and confirm the level of athleticism. There's always going to be one or two that sort of raise the bar, and that's kind of what Anthony Richardson did. You know, and, and it's funny, Matthew, because you look at what Richardson did, and then you you have to go back to, okay, but what did he do when we watched him on game day? Because game day, he was not very impressive at all. I mean, the guy's a 53% thrower and threw a, a decent number of interceptions. I think he threw nine this past year. And, and yet now, because of his combine, everybody's in love with him. It sounds like Jamarcus Russell and Ryan Leaf and Todd Marinovich and Andre Ware and O'Keeley Smith and Stouffer and Harrington and Brad, Brady Quinn. They all look mm. like Anthony Richardson. So mm. I dismiss him right out of the gate because his, what he did on the field to me did not impress me. But I'll give you two names, and I'm just curious what you think. Did you see Trey Palmer, the receiver from Nebraska, because he actually did back it up with what his numbers were for a team that didn't throw the ball very well, um, and yet his speed and size was pretty good. And I'd throw Jack Campbell, the linebacker from Iowa, 
he ran much faster than I thought for a guy 6'5", 250. He fits the Minnesota Vikings because he gives us size and speed, I think, at the linebacker position, which is something we've been missing for a while. Yeah, I, I mean, I do think that those are positions that they'll look at, but I, I do want to push back on the Anthony Richardson thing because, you know, when Josh Allen came out, he didn't have the best statistics either, and he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league because, uh, you know, those situations are all different. Uh, Anthony Richardson only started for one season. Uh, he did not have very good wide receivers there, and also, you know, some of his throwing issues are mechanical that can be fixed. I mean, remember when Patrick Mahomes, when Mahomes came out, it was, you know, really worried about his footwork. And, and, and his footwork was terrible in college. And then the guy worked like crazy and then maximized his skill and became, and, and I know Mahomes had better statistics, but I have found over the years trying to match up the college stats with what they do in the NFL to be very, very hard. Um, the other thing mm. is, too, that, you know, Lamar Jackson didn't have the highest completion percentage either and is not the best thrower in the world but is so prolific as a runner that if he's even good when he's passing, he wins a ton of football games, which I think is the, is the ceiling for Anthony Richardson, too. So I don't want to say, and, you know, even Jalen Hurts, go back and look at the Jalen Hurts scouting reports. Oh, the guy can't throw. Uh, that's where I'm not saying that I guarantee that he'll make it. I'm saying that when we try to judge, oh, well, he can't do this or can't do that, when the guy is an amazing athlete and is as big as he is, uh, if he has the dedication, you know, it's not Zach Wilson who seems like he's, you know, doing other things off the field or not caring as much. But if, if Anthony Richardson has the dedication to fix some of those issues, then, you know, I think he could be a, a, a star quarterback. Ooh. President of the Anthony Richardson fan club, Matthew Collar, joining us. <laughs> no, the John I, I, Schuster I, no club. I'm just going on history. I'm just going on history. Dave. I, I'm just I know. I agree. With you. I, 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 of course. That we've, you and I, we've you know, I love this. messing with you. We've said this about a lot of quarterbacks where we've said, oh, you know, I just don't know. Even even Cam Newton, like, I just don't right. know if he can throw that so, accurately. This is, but this leads to my larger question that I wanted to talk to you about, and I know we're going to get into this later, but does the combine really even matter? I, I mean, I understand for some guys it does because this is their time to show and to shine. But because scouting has changed, because – the availability of of information on these guys has has changed so much over the years and because let's be honest Matt you know this a lot of these guys they literally spend every waking moment from the time their season ends to the time they get to the combine just training for those combine drills does it really ever cement or does it ever change anyone's mind uh, as what they see at the combine and and does the combine really even serve its purpose anymore well, I think that one of the things it does, because, you know, college football, the gaps in, you know, talent on a team or talent that you play against are all different. It's not like the NFL where all 32 teams have professional football players who are all really good. Even the worst team in the league has several star players. You know, the Houston Texans have several star players um, and all professional guys. That's not the case in college. So there are times where players can dominate even if they don't have the athleticism, but it might, it might look better, right? And so you go to the combine and you say, was the guy really that athletic to be able to play in the NFL? And if you aren't athletic enough, if you aren't fast enough, uh, if you can't jump high enough, strong enough, big enough, you're just not going to make it. I mean, you know, Pete's been on that field. Like, if, if, you're, if you're too small, too slow, 
um, it's probably not going to work out for you. So I think that with those numbers, they try to kind of confirm, like, is that guy meeting the thresholds? Um, and, mm-hmm. it, and it has been shown that when you perform you know, better there, I'm not saying that every person who performs there becomes a star, but if you have a performance that's really poor, it, it can be a major red flag to say that you can't fit. The other thing is, too, that they meet with all these players and the medical stuff is really important, too, um, you know, because guys come out of college with injuries and stuff, so they have to know where they stand. So I think that it is, it is really still very relevant because I, I don't think the tape uh, and watching in person can always tell you, is that guy really going to fit the standard of what an NFL player is? I, I, I agree with you, although I'm going to disagree with you on Richardson, and we'll see how that plays out. He couldn't even beat out Kyle Trask. So any, anyway, we'll go back to that in a second. But as far as some of the, some of the players, um, like how about some of the Golden Gophers? Terrell Smith seemed like he had a pretty good combine, but does he have enough good stuff on tape for him to be able to move up a little bit in the draft? Yeah, you know, I think uh, when I was asking uh, some people about the Gophers, everyone just kept coming back to John Michael Schmidt uh, because, yeah. you know, I, that's, uh, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know how Smith did exactly, but um, with John Michael Schmidt, uh, the conversation is, can he get into the first round? Um, mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I think the answer is probably yes, that everybody mm-hmm. that uh, I talked to about him is just so, so impressed. Uh, with yeah. his not o- not only his ability like physically and you saw you know just over the time he was with the Gophers but also his mental capacity at that position like he is a truly special player and and if you're going to be a center and go in the first round you usually have to be a special prospect but um, he by far has the most buzz uh, Mo Ibrahim had a great interview at the at the podium with the media which I know doesn't mean a ton but um, <laughs> you know, I think you could tell. I think you can tell his passion for the game and how bad he wants it. Um, I don't know if, how high he's going to be drafted. Um, the guy also has a lot of mileage on him coming out of college, but he is a, a, an impressive runner as well. It's just always hard for running backs. So I think that, you know, other than, other than John Michael Schmidt, it might be hard for anybody to be in the top two rounds that's coming out for the Gophers. But, you know, mm-hmm. there's always some Gophers who end up in the league, you know, playing special teams and fighting their way up and things like that. Yeah. Matthew, we're, I, I could keep. I want to have you on again before the draft, so I'll, I'll leave a lot of these draft questions for then. But very quickly, in in ten seconds, fifteen seconds, I want to know what you think if the percentage chance that this year we go the entire first round without seeing a running back taken. I, I, just considering the prospects, considering the way the league is going, is this a year that that it's even possible? Uh, it is possible. I think that someone will take B. John Robinson from Texas, yeah. though, because he's being talked about as like an Adrian Peterson-level prospect. I think that's maybe setting the bar a little high. But there's always one, and there's always one mm-hmm. team that says, you know, we should draft running backs, but this guy, did you see him? Uh, so, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah I, I mean, I, I don't think the Vikings should even remotely consider that, but I do think <laughs> that there will be uh, just just him. He'll probably be the only one. Mm-hmm. Matthew Collar, you're the best Purple Insider. We appreciate you, buddy. Thanks for coming on today. Thanks, All right, thank you guys. Appreciate it. Matthew Collar, they're joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll have the fast break coming up next. You're listening to the Huddle on 830 WCCO. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, 
even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.